0: Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I'm Andrew Kahn. And I'm Ryan Zook. As the Michigan football team prepares for its playoff game against TCU, there's been plenty of news from inside the program, from Jim Harbaugh NFL talk to transfers and more. We've got it covered coming up on Wolverine Confidential. Hey, Ryan, good to be talking with you here Tuesday morning, uh, December 6th. It's been a while since you and I did a two-man pod. I like
1: it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I mean no offense to Aaron but you know it's uh, two man pass can be good sometimes too, you know, better flow sometimes. So, yeah, ready to ready to get after it.
0: All right, so yes, there is uh
1: there is, you know, there's there's been some news lately for
0: sure. Um, you know, some uh yesterday we talked uh, you know, mostly about Michigan's Big 10 championship win over Purdue and and looking ahead to to the playoff a little bit, but you know, there were some leftover things from uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh's press conference um, after, after getting selected, uh, to play in this, in this game. Uh, and, and yeah, let's, let's hit on that. One of those things right away, which is he was asked about NFL, uh, talk. Now I, I actually missed kind of where this came from. There was a, there was a report out there linking him to it. Yes.
1: Yeah. Or... Yep. yep. Uh, um, NFL network reported that multiple NFL teams have kind of started background work on Harbaugh as a possible coaching candidate, um, Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero, uh, kind of co-authored it, so um, yeah, he was asked about it a couple a couple times, I think, um, and kind of said, "Hey, look, he's plans on being back in yep. in 2023." Um, but then it was kind of cryptic too um, when on the follow up question when he's like, I, "I can't predict the future," but like, I mean, he then he's like, "Yeah, uh, we'll be back coaching the Wolverines in 2023." So. I mean, it's the same thing every year, but like with with Michigan having success again, yeah. I mean, NFL teams are going to be calling, and and we we know from last off that Harbaugh's main goal as a football coach that he kind of hinted at was to win a Super Bowl, and obviously can't really do that at the college level. They're they're still in the running for uh, for a national championship, which, which obviously would be a, a big uh, feather in the cap to to his legacy. But uh, again, it's not the NFL, and and with the ever changing landscape of college football um yeah i mean who who knows how how much longer he wants to continue to t- kind of deal with some of the other stuff that goes along with coaching at the college level
0: yeah i was i was someone who there was a lot of talk
1: after he came
0: back you know after last season oh well that's done he he had his flirtation as we called it and now he's back from michigan and and, and that's it that closes the door on him for the nfl and I, I remember saying on this podcast like I'm not buying that because I, I remember with another Michigan uh, coach, John Beeline, like people thought that after, you know, he had, the, he had the thing with the Pistons, then he came back, then they're like, all right, you know, he he kind of, he, he he thought about it, but now he's, he's a Michigan man. And then the very next year, another NBA job opens up with the Cleveland Cavs and he takes it. So I thought, you know, it's just about opportunity. We never know for, we, we, it was never clear that Harbaugh was actually offered the job with the Vikings last year. So um, I wasn't certain that if he, you know, Especially if he, you know, got over the hump and and beat Ohio State and, um, you know, uh, again and and I guess won a national championship, he, uh, you know, on top of that, that he wouldn't maybe you know consider it so we'll see the cryptic part. I don't know. I, he's been saying that so much all year that we yeah. never know what the future holds. I, I took that to just mean, you know, who knows I could get fired for some reason or, you know, as long as I'm Correct. alive, you know, not to get too dark, but that he'd, you know, that he'd be coaching, but I, I see what you mean. Uh, it was a pretty, pretty firm rebuttal, especially I liked how he mentioned other coaches too. You know,
1: Hey, that was, he, yeah, I was trying to say that was a little strange. Like, why don't you like ba- basically go grill like Ryan day, Drake Shiano, Brett Bielema and Jeff Brahma about possibly going with the NFL. I'm like. Well, I mean, we're, we're, he's not in, they're not, well, I guess Ryan Day is, but like the other guys aren't in the college football playoff with uh, doing a teleconference right now. So, um, and they're not in, in the news like, like you are. But I mean, I don't, yeah, it's, yeah. and they never went to a Super
0: Bowl already, um, you know, right with, with, exactly. in the NFL. So, yeah. But, but yeah, I think his point of course is like, Hey, this, he does know it hurts recruiting and the perception of the program. So, you know, I he wouldn't mind if, uh, you know, others, others felt that same, you know, challenge. Um, but you know, well, so let's be so honest. It, so
1: they've been hurting recruiting even before this report came out. So
0: fair, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, see, he was pretty adamant that he'll be, he'll be back as Michigan's coach. Um, and he also, you know, he's asked about Mozzie Smith, which he really didn't get. The, the, there wasn't that opportunity immediately after after the game. It's always somewhat awkward to ask questions, not about the game after a game, but especially so when the head coach just kind of leaves the the press conference uh, you know, abruptly. Uh, so, yeah, he, he was he was finally asked about Mozzie Smith. And I, I know you wrote about it as far as the explanation he gave for for why, uh, You know, Michigan starting nose tackle was not suspended and hasn't been yet for, you know, any of the charges uh, against him.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, it it sounds like Mozzie, like even from the the statement that came out last week, I mean, it kind of uh, Harbaugh kind of just reiterated that saying that Mozzie was uh, up front with with him and uh, and the administration with U of M and, and gave the exact circumstances of what going on, what was going on and. Um, I mean, then Harbaugh went on to say that he respects the judicial system and feels like there will be a fair resolution to come from that. But um, obviously, there's been other related news in Washington County involving uh, high profile athletes stemming from either whether it's been Amani Bates, who was arrested in a, uh, for a similar incident, getting pulled over and having an unlicensed gun in the car. Um, And then with all the the tunnel incident and and the mission state players being charged, um, not shortly after, but sooner than, than Mozzie Smith sent me from this uh, October 7th arrest. I mean, that was months ago and um, charges were just filed last week. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I, I, I still thought it was some like strange comments kind of criticizing. I don't know that the haters, like the whole, I'll, I'll, I'll read his comment here just because it's, I mean, <laughs> it's, it makes me laugh every time, but, uh, he's goes on to say, I'm not going to comment on whether it's a felony or not, or whether it should have been charged as a felony or felony or not but i think if you do your homework you're going to realize you can't compare this to the low-hanging fruit that's out there i'd encourage you not to pander to the twitter sphere and really the haters that like to drink their haterade and eat their hater tots let the facts come out let that be decided and ed- educated through the court system
0: watching those hater tots down with some haterade yeah I mean, I mean yes obviously he's referring to those the two incidents that you referenced uh, right. you know just a moment ago and you know, probably some some Twitter lawyers out there, you know, just, uh, um, you know, make, making their case for right. why. Well, how is this different or, or whatever? So,
1: But the fact that he's saying it's whether it's a felony. I mean, he is charged with a felony. Like, I mean, yes, it should always be blood uh, down to a, a misdemeanor yeah, or whatnot. In the un- end, it
0: won't be is his thought is what he's saying, I guess. But, but you're right that right now that's a fact.
1: Right. And then before Amani Bates got his... Um uh, Pled down to a misdemeanor. He was suspended by Eastern Michigan almost instantly. Uh, and I mean, so it's like, I mean, he didn't. Yeah, it's it is interesting to kind of see how, how Harbaugh is playing this out. And I mean, it, it is like you said, it's different because it would have been good to talk to him about it last week in a different setting. But this was our first available, yeah. available time to talk to him. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's he's got to kind of answer for his program. And I think those were fair questions to ask uh on the teleconference.
0: Absolutely. Um, and then yeah, since then, uh, you know, even more news, you know, Monday afternoon, um, you know, a couple of tight ends uh entered the transfer portal or at least, you know, um expressed their intention to do so. Uh Eric Hall um, you know, did so. He's he's the the bigger name, the more productive player for Michigan. Um, and and Lewis Hansen, um, a sophomore eventually joined him. Um, all is uh, a, a captain of of this team or was, I guess, um, you know, a four year player. But, uh, you know, we were talking before the podcast, you know, two of those years he could potentially get back because this year he only played in three games before getting hurt. And, uh, you know, the 2020 season didn't count for anyone. Um, and it seems like he's at least planning to use at least one of those years uh, elsewhere and yeah, it wasn't all you know smiles and rainbows uh, in his social media comments on the way
1: out. No, it was kind of surprising the the way he kind of announced that he would be leaving the program. I mean, um, basically said that it's it's time for him to move on. And, and noted at the end, he said, "Not everything slash everyone uh, are what they seem." And I learned that from my time here at Michigan. Sometimes let go and do what's best for you and your family. So didn't really get into, into details as to what he was referring to, but. Um, yeah, I mean, for as much as been, that has been discussed about this Michigan team and the culture that this team has, it's kind of surprising to see one of the, one of the team captains come out and say that. And now two of the captains to begin the year are are in the transfer portal. And and one Cade McNamara has already announced his, his new destination. So, and then I guess another captain, Mozzie Smith is, is being charged with the felony. So it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been quite the run for this Wolverines team, but a little bit surprising that, uh. Um, so the leadership group is kind of, uh, I mean, it sucks that they've both gotten hurt too. You wonder if that plays any role in right. it, but um, yeah, I mean, here we are. And, and I, I mean, I thought, yeah, if Eric all comes back and after Luke Stumaker leaves next year, the tight end position is going to be in pretty good shape. And then now Eric all is leaving uh, Lewis Hansen, who uh, hasn't really played much the, the past two years, but he was a, was a he was a four-star recruit um, expected to kind of be a, a pass catching a tight end. Um, for for the Wolverines, uh, kind of got surpassed on the depth chart by. I mean, loved Loveland's come on in a big way. Even Max Bredesen and Matthew Hibner two other guys that have seen more playing time than Hanson so that that one doesn't surprise me but the Eric All news and and the way he kind of announced his departure was kind of came out of the blue in my opinion but
0: does does the timing surprise you at all for Hanson like all wasn't his season was over because of injury so he wasn't gonna play in the bowl game anyway Hanson I mean again he wasn't really getting playing time here you know down the stretch either you know just but as far as we know, he wasn't hurt. So it's like the season is still going. Michigan is playing in, you know, as important a game as, as there is, um, right. you know, it's, it, it's interesting, but I also get from their perspective, the player's perspective, like, you know, all but all but four teams, you know, are not playing in a, in a major, um, you know, uh, playoff game. So, uh, you know, the kind of the process, this is when, you know, the, the rosters start getting, you know, filled for next season. So, and, you know, you wait, you wait till, uh, you know the January 1 or even you know January 10th if Michigan goes to the national championship you know you could you could miss your spot is that is that kind of fair to 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 say as far as what they might be thinking
1: yeah I mean for hundred percent but I think if I remember last year I think Michigan had a couple guys enter the portal before the um b- before their, their semifinal yeah playoff okay. game too I mean I, I you want to get your name out there and, and maybe attract as many suitors as possible and if you wait, Maybe a team that you're kind of interested in finds another tight end and, yeah. and, and isn't as interested anymore. And if you're not playing, I mean, he, he's he's played, I think, uh, yeah, two games this year. I mean, the likelihood of him seeing the field, I mean, yeah, it would be cool to win a national championship, but I, I think you, it's fair enough. Like players want to look out for themselves first, and I respect that. You want to find the best situation for yourself. And if that means entering the portal and giving yourself as much opportunity as possible to find the right fit, you might as well do it. So, um, yeah, I mean, and I guess technically, since he's just entering the portal, he could come. He's not he hasn't left Michigan yet. I mean, he could technically still be on the team. He's just putting his name in there. And yeah, um, true, true. uh, But yeah, it would be surprising to see him maybe even travel with the team. But yeah. That's a
0: good point. I had a a friend and and loyal listener of the pod who was, you know, texting me yesterday kind of about this, you know, just, it's not really anyone's fault. It's just the, 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 the nature, the reality of, of kind of college football, college sports today where, you know, transferring is so rampant and, uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta look out for yourself and the timing doesn't always uh, work out where it's, you know, yeah, guys are leaving even before the season is, is technically over. Um, and it's, I don't know it's it's, un, it's unfortunate. I think it, right. it is. It,
1: it would be tough. Yeah. Like leaving, I mean, your team's undefeated and you're going to the playoff. And I mean, because of the the portal timing it is, it's like, yeah, I, it would, it's, it would be a tough situation to, I mean, just trying to put myself in, in a college player's shoes at this point. And I mean, I'm sure all these decisions are are really tough to make, um, but that's just how, how college <laughs> athletics are these days. Yeah.
0: I mean, and Hanson hasn't played, but like, it's not hard to think about. We don't need to necessarily name them here, but it's it, it's not hard to come up with names for guys on this roster who who have played in recent games, who who probably will get snaps in the college football playoff and yet still might be eyeing a transfer eventually. Um, you know, they're just they're not being they're not featured players, but they're still there's still potential, you know, you never know. The ball could be in their hands, they could oh, they can right. make a key play. And it's like you know, I, I don't know. Then what what are they doing? What are they thinking? Because, yeah, the clock's the same for them, you know, as far as, you know, trying to get to a new place. But, you know, you also feel that, I'm sure, commitment to actually help the, the team you're on. So... I don't know. It, it's it's just an interesting spot that, that yeah. the sport and, is not
1: And last year, too, I think right after Georgia's loss, I think a, a few Michigan guys did under their, their name in the transfer portal. So, I mean, there's probably, like you said, there's probably some players that that have that on their minds right now and are planning to do that. But, yeah, it's not really fair to kind of speculate that that at that point. But yeah, I won't be surprised if, if, if soon as the, after the semifinal game or after the national championship, that there's some, some turnover. I mean, that's just, that's the case yeah. for every program. These Correct. days there's, there's going to be transfers in, in Michigan and Michigan is not going to be immune to it either.
0: Another guy for Michigan who who is, you know, kind of away from the program right now and, and may have played his last game as a Wolverine. Uh, Blake Corum is also in the news, uh, I guess, for not being in the news and that he was not selected to uh, come to New York for the Heisman Trophy ceremony, you know, uh, a month ago, this would have been a, a real stunner. Um, but you know, he, he gets hurt in the second to last game against Illinois. Um, so doesn't contribute much there, you know, only plays a, a few snaps against Ohio state, uh, before, you know, realizing he can't really go and then has a surgery and, and, you know, will be out for the rest of the season. So yeah, uh, it, it's your understanding that just, it's the top four vote getters that are getting invited now. I mean, I know they said, I think last year, like that's what they're doing now. For the foreseeable future, they're inviting they're inviting four to New York, kind of regardless of the um, you know disparity in voting. But they're still taking the top four, I think, right? And 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 in this right. case, it's it's four quarterbacks: Stetson Bennett of Georgia is playing in the playoff, uh, Max Duggan of TCU in the playoff, uh, Caleb Williams uh, of of USC. Um, you know, who just missed out on the playoff and CJ Stroud of Ohio State, who is in the playoffs. So uh, it's four quarterbacks from, you know, high profile teams. That's kind of, that's kind of what this is award has become the kind of the best quarterback among the handful of top teams in the country. And that's also unfortunate in my opinion.
1: Yeah, no, it's, I, I think if Blake didn't get hurt, I mean, I think he would definitely deserves to be there. And, um, but I mean, after watching uh, I mean, Caleb Williams, I thought was the front runner going into the his Pac-12 championship game, and um, I mean, obviously they, they lost, but I mean, I, I still think he was had the best season at that point, so I think he s- still deserves to be there. And then you look at what what Max Duggan did in uh, in the Big 12 title game. I mean, they lost, but just that that drive, I'm sure. Um, to to lead his team to tie the game in the fourth quarter, to send it into overtime. I probably resonated with with some voters too, because, uh, and he's had a tremendous season in, in turning that TCU program around. I mean, my gosh, five and seven to 12 and one in, into the playoff. And then, yeah, CJ Stroud, they lost to Michigan, but has put up really good numbers and and Blake got hurt. I mean, it's it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. And his stock kind of took a hit after that. I think if he doesn't, I mean, I would think he would get there over Stetson Bennett. I mean, as good as Georgia has been, Stetson Bennett's numbers aren't sensational. I think his numbers were better last year and he was in the Heisman finalist then, um, he 20 touchdowns to six interceptions. Um, I mean, it's not, not a lot of touchdowns for, uh, for a quarterback, but um, I mean, got really good defense, really good rushing game and just overall really good team. And um, so that's how I think Stetson landed there and, yeah. I mean, I would like to see someone else besides quarterbacks w- with an opportunity to win it. But I mean, that's just kind of how the nature of the trophy is. And it's unfortunate, but still a tremendous season for for Blake.
0: Yeah. It's just, again, like, I don't know, is, is Stroud any more, you know, important or been any more impressive than, you know, one of his teammates, Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure that he has like if, um, so I don't know. I don't know if they need to start inviting, you know, have rules about the, you know, positions, uh, obviously each position also gets its own, uh, you know, has its own individual awards too. So it's hard to say, but, um, and we did, we did have a wide receiver win, um, you know, just, just two years ago. So, uh, it's not, it's not completely unprecedented, but, um, yeah, that's, that ended a run of, I think, uh, you know, four in a row quarterbacks and, uh, you know, there's a running back before that, but then, you know, four or five in a row quarterbacks, it's, it's basically, you know, they're winning like eight out of 10 years, it seems. So, uh, yeah, it, it's the corn, like you said,
1: corn would have been there.
0: Um, you know, if he could have just kept up his, his pace, you know, at the end of the year, but, um, obviously injuries derailed that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right there. And uh, you, you made an interesting point about Marvin Harrison, because I mean, from what I've seen for him this year, I mean, CJ Stroud's thrown a lot of good balls, but man, some of the catches that he has made. Uh, I, I think that one uh, on the side Michigan sideline, e- even in Columbus a couple weeks ago, it was like, and that's just high level stuff right there. And, and any other receiver, that's not going to be a completion. So I think ha- having Marvin Harrison definitely attributed to uh, to CJ Stroud being being uh, a finalist. But again, he he lost one of his top we- weapons too for basically all year in, in Jackson Smith and Um So. But yeah, I I would like to see more more diversity or variety in the in the final field. But I mean, like you said, it's just very rare to see.
0: Yeah, Harrison Harrison only dropped uh, one pass all season, but it was it was against Michigan. Was, yeah. Um but uh all right, so yeah, no Blake Corm in New York, but uh you know. Bigger and better things for this Michigan football program, uh, you know, coming up. And we'll be, we'll be previewing it all on MLive.com slash Wolverines and continuing to talk here on the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. Thanks for listening.